uh, Gamer's Viewpoint. We talked about uh, my first win on Warzone ever. Uh, bad movies on Netflix. Uh, we did the review of the 8-bit mini turbo graphic controller. There's a whole lot more wording in there, but I can't remember. What was what was the word? What was the whole title? 8-bit-o. The what? Oh, the, the, the brand name, the, the the company that makes the, the wireless controllers for, like, all these things. It's 8-bit-do. Okay. Or, like, 8-bit-doe. It depends on how you... It's, like, it's either a play on words of Nintendo or it's just 8-bit-do. I really don't know. <laughs> right. But that was reviewed. It was a really, really extensive review, so, so make sure you check that out. And we talked about good and bad games we've been playing lately. So, anyways, so if you missed it, make sure you catch the podcast on that. All right, guys, thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Game Enthusiast Podcast, uh, episode 411. Uh, it is Saturday, May 23rd. Had to double check that. Uh, 2020. <laughs> and uh, I am your host this week, uh, Tiny, aka David, or maybe that was backwards, but whatever. Uh, and we have Mike here. Hello. I'm, I am here. Yeah. Uh, Aaron is, uh, I'm going to steal Giant Bombs parlance, on assignment. So, uh, but uh, at least, last but not least, we have Javi and uh, Angel with us from Gamers on the Edge. We are yeah. in here. And, and, and Tiny's been called Tiny so long, he actually thought that was his real name and his AKA was David. Oh, no. I, have gotten, I have gotten paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's, it's understandable. My, my universe, one of the, the, I used to TA in when I was in college. Uh, and the teacher, I am convinced, did not know actually know my real name for like the good part of a year. Uh, that he had the, the 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 student union make the checks out to Tiny, and I had to go back and be like, this is my my bank says I can't cash this because you know I have nothing that says that's my name. So, but yeah. but, but now but we hey. know your name's David, so we're getting the four one one on episode four eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's all. <laughs> it, but, uh, it's, it's fitting. Let's, uh, let's introduce you guys. So I, I already mentioned you're from Gamers on the Edge. Uh, I mean, Angel, you're first on the outline. What's going on? What? Uh, introduce yourself. Share what's going on. I am Angel. I am the founder of Gamers on the Edge. I say I'm the founder, but really, this is like my wife, Lori, Javier, David, you know. Uh, Victoria was in there at the very yeah. beginning of that. Uh, I, it's, it's really a family thing. We do... Obviously, uh, as Tiny says, Tiny knows, we do fundraising for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. We happen to do it through gaming tournaments, events. We yeah. have donated just over 80000 since we started doing this. And we take care of all the game rooms and gaming consoles at local children's hospitals. Over 50 gaming consoles at our local so hospital. Cool. It takes and forever to set that stuff up, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Where would that local hospital be? Local that hospital? is Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital in St. Petersburg, Florida. It is just true. trying to help kids feel like kids while they're in there. We actually during this quarantine, yeah, we managed to get a, an arcade cab with just over four hundred games in it. So as oh, soon there's... as this quarantine's over, we have this arcade cab with four hundred games ready to be delivered to the hospital. So we're really excited about that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Teach the youngins. 
about the old arcade games. <laughs> they are a bunch of old. Well, we wanted to get a, a two-player arcade game where, you know, the parents and the kids could actually play together, and and have a good time because, again, you know, they're stuck in there with with some serious things to deal with. So it's nice for them to be able to play, and then for them to be able to play with dad or mom galaga or something yeah. you know that they played ages ago they're like what is this you know it's Two like player galaga yeah so so we're excited about that very cool and this <gasps> is javi yes i am yeah. javi i often go as pickle so okay the first that's why that's why i asked because and, like, and he's the older half of, he's, so he's the, the older half of a twin set I am the older half of a twin set. By a whopping, like, 18, 18 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. But wow. that is 18 say, minutes like... of solid gold peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're sitting in the living room, and Javier turns to David, the younger one, and goes, I remember when I was your age, and I was sitting over there. And I was like, what? <laughs> 18 minutes ago. Just, just like over it. there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was, was almost like say, it was just a few minutes ago. It was crazy. Peace and quiet, because uh, I, I believe, and maybe this is just in our, our limited interaction over the years, uh, you are the loud one. Okay, so, so, wow, that's... that's that's a hard one, because while I, if, how do I have, put this? Okay, I'll, I'll do this for well, you. Well, David is running Javier, the turkey. Javier is more visible yeah. because we usually throw him in front of cameras and stuff. But David is the loudest by far. I, and most I, people have no clue. But David, <laughs> when when David, he only has two volumes. It's like turned off or like full volume. There's no in between. I have learned to project and learned to emote more. In, like, bigger and louder settings. My brother does not do that. But when I'm at no, home, I, like, you don't hear me. No. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, super quiet. But, um, uh, so about Pickle. The only reason I don't go by Pickle a whole lot is because every time I go by Pickle, someone hits me with the Pickle Rick. And I, I was Pickle Rick like a good three years before, before Rick and Morty was even on the drawing boards. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not because it's Pickle Rick. I don't think that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just, after so many times of hearing it, you just go by hobby, you know? Sure. Hey, <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, I am the free labor. That's that is true. Yeah, he is free. I, labor. I get paid in room and food. Javier, <laughs> Javier, Javier carries everything. David runs everything. So, gotcha. so that's that's usually you know, and, and and they'll they'll go across every so often. And Javier will run some things, and David will carry things. But generally speaking, David, we'll have David run things and Javier carry. David things. is the mentally stable one. I'm the physically stable one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, man. All I'm saying is, is Lori is a saint, because I've known all three of you. Yes. <laughs> yes. We actually, it's funny because we have a chat on Messenger, and you can name your chats. And we have a chat on Messenger that is Javier, David, myself, and Lori. And the name of the chat is Poor Mommy. 
<laughs> just, <laughs> just like, sorry, uh, honey. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate. Hmm. Understood. Uh, so so yeah. So I mean, that's that's an introduction. Uh, anything going on right now that you want to share? Any any tournaments that you took part in, Javi? Or um, I thought I saw something about you playing recently. There's been a lot of tournaments going so, on. So I haven't been in a whole super lot of tournaments recently the last like actual tournament that i like practiced for was back before quarantine back in when was ceo talk uh, i mean i don't CEO, even know ceo i lost track of time but um uh <laughs> it was <laughs> that was the, that was a thing way back when but what i've really been like caught up in right now is um uh super mario 64 and um apex legends okay so super mario 64 um back in a previous podcast we talked about the importance of that and like how i got into like actually really really liking the game um uh, but like recently i saw cheese set the world record for the 120 star um uh super mario 64 run and i was like i should do this this looks really fun it's got like so much precise movement in it it's and the funny thing is that if you're just doing so there's multiple categories there is zero star there is one star 16 star seven 70 star and then there is uh, 120 star um but the easiest one to do is 16 star like i played for three days and I could already beat the game in, like, 30 minutes. It's, like, an insanely easy game to pick up, but it's really, really hard to master. Gotcha. Um, uh, and then Apex Legends. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing is, my friend... Um, uh, oranges. Oranges. So, so <laughs> this wasn't intentional at all, but um, my my small friend group most of us are named after food yeah it is i just realized uh, that <laughs> my my one friend alina she uh she goes by mozzarella or strawberries depending on what the day the game, is yeah. um my best friend andrew he goes by oranges and i go by pickle so that's three out of the four of us the rest the other one's my brother he goes by ib smart because he be smart. Because he be smart, you know? Um, <laughs> he is the smart one. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, so, we've been playing Apex Legends for a while. And we, we hadn't been doing great. Like, we'd been slowly getting better. And then, one night, it's like... It's Just after clicked. 12. And we're like, you know what? You know what would be really funny? We were in the middle of a game, and we're like, what if we listen to Russian hard bass while playing this? So, <laughs> so we switched to another chat so we can listen to music, and we actually ended up almost winning that game. <laughs> so every time, like every single time we played Apex after that, we've just like started playing music, whether it's like metal, hard bass, or we've even played Eurobeat, <laughs> like Eurobeat. just whole Eurobeat mixes. And we've started to, like, progressively play better and better. And now we're 
getting definitely one win a day, but we're working towards like two wins a day. It happens every once in a while, but I tell you, it's it's been interesting. We've been working a lot with uh, Microsoft as of lately, and it's been kind of like all over the place. We've done everything from Jackbox with an entire Microsoft crew um, to also doing uh, Call of Duty with them. We're actually going to be yeah. running. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, but we're going to be running a COD tournament here pretty soon. Although, Very I did cool. win my first ever Warzone game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I play Warzone quads <laughs> for... Listen, I play Warzone quads for the first time. Never played Warzone quads. <laughs> and the very first game I played, I won. You were wow. on top? I won. It had nothing to do with the fact that one of our guys got 25 kills. Um, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it was all nothing me. To do with <laughs> Both of my kills were key to to winning. <laughs> I I I honestly I couldn't believe it. It was like, is, is, it was Devin uh, Chives, one of the Microsoft guys, and these other two guys. The guy from the UK literally was just. 25 kills. I just ran behind him the entire game. For those of you who don't know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone, which is the BR that they created, um, uh, there's 150 people in one game. He killed 25 of them. He killed a sixth of the whole whole player roster. Like, there was no hiding. This dude was just chasing people down. That's ridiculous. And I was running behind him. Just, he just killed a whole sixth him. of the player roster. It's 150 people. In yeah. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah. And he killed 25 of them. I mean, hey, he, he got you <laughs> to the finish line. You crossed it though. That was I, the important. Yeah. <laughs> I've never. Literally, I just, I just ran behind him the entire game. I only got two kills because he like injured two guys, <laughs> and then I went and finished them off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I could have I, I hit them with a pistol and they still would have died, you know? <laughs> See, what happens is you're a NASCAR driver. He was just an engineer. Nobody, like, praises the mechanics when somebody I'm wins a NASCAR. You, he was he was on it. Just it the was driver. so funny. It was, I've, I've never this, seen uh, anything like that. Devin, is this Devin from your local Microsoft store? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. the Devin that I brought to uh, Elu that one year. Yep. He's the cool Devin. Yeah, we we've been working with the Microsoft Store for years, and they they've been really good. And again, we're gonna save this till later on teaser. But yeah, we got more stuff coming up with Microsoft. Good stuff. Stay around okay, after well, these hey, commercials. Like, uh, like like we talked about before the show, whatnot. Feel free to interrupt, or if you got uh, oh, that's easy. To share. Uh, but I'm gonna move on. Mike, what have you been up to? Uh, still not a whole lot. Uh, but mostly just still busy with work. Really, I, I mean. I'm I'm basically as busy as I would be on a mid-tier busy May day or you know week or whatever. Like I'm I'm still surprised by all this cuz it still feels like we're a little less busy, but then every time I stop and go, "Oh, wait a minute. No, I need to go. I need still need to do that. I need to do that. <laughs> I don't have time to do that today." Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to Point being is like, uh, yeah, I don't have as much free time as I. I keep feeling like I'm gonna get this free time. Everybody else has got like unlimited free time. They're like, well, not everybody, but other people have have like this newfound time to be like, oh, I can 
I can binge the whole world and I can, you know, finish all those games that are sitting in the basement or whatever. I'm like, I, I got nothing. I have finished uh, a lot of Netflix. Yeah. But but in my defense, all of it has been through work. So oh, yeah. I, I sit here and I work on this PC and then I watch really bad Netflix on the other one. <laughs> and I and I purposely make sure that it's bad like Right. So and- so that I don't pay too much attention, but my ADHD can't handle just working. I have to have noise on the side or something. So, like I said, I've seen some really bad Netflix. If you want to know what's hurts. bad on Netflix, I got you. It hurts a lot of times because, like, so if you were just watching like normal, um, normal things on Netflix, it wouldn't be bad. But no, he watches like the all of these foreign shows. It's so bad. The dub is but so he, bad. He can't watch the sub because he's because working. I'm working. So, right. so he has to watch the dub, and the dub, it's so bad. The English is so bad that what they're saying doesn't even actually match with the subtitles of the English. Like, the English subtitles right. and the English language don't even match. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. But, again... Hired, hired two different crews to, to do the two different sides of it, and obviously. one of them didn't speak the native language that they were watching. It's so bad. It's ridiculous. It really is bad. But but yeah, I, I got you. If you want to know what's bad on Netflix, I got well, you covered. I, ideally, I'd like to watch what I I'd still like to watch and hope is good, like Castlevania season three. I, I still haven't gotten very far in that, and I'd really like. I'm like staring at the poster on the wall that I have framed. Like I I'm into it, but yeah. I haven't. I just haven't. I don't know. I don't even like think of it most days. Well, but um, I mean, with with working outside and in, in in the in the industry you are in. And the business that you run, like, uh, yes, you you are not as you you are going to still be busy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and also like the other day, I, I got home. Like I wasn't late coming home. I was just home right about on time, maybe even a few minutes earlier than I might otherwise. And uh, <laughs> and I was talking to a friend on the phone, and uh, and I I think I went down to get the mail, and as I turned around, and came back, and I was like. I didn't open the garage door. What is this? <laughs> and then my wife's just standing there and, she, and she's like, can we go for a bike ride? You're home early. And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So she's like, we'll just, we'll just, it'd be quick, whatever. It'll wind up being like two hours. So like, well, cause I mean, unlike you, you your wife is working from home. And right. She's, she's like, she wants to get out. Yeah, I'm like, the opposite. My wife is working outside. Um, she works for for a financial planner, but they work out of their home, so they have an office upstairs. So she goes from this house to their house. But me, I do social media for for different companies, so I literally just sit in front of this thing and just, hey, you know, hack it out. Is- That's why I said on the on the other screen, I watch all the all the bad stuff. I, it can't be too good because then I'll pay attention. Uh, all right. <laughs> But if it's so bad, it like comes back around and becomes entertaining. It does. It is. It really is. There's a couple of those that were so bad. Um, we actually watched one that it started really bad, and, and then yeah. we're like, "Wow, this this was actually pretty good." Um, um, oh, what was it called? Oh, I, I it was like Lockout or something. Dude, the sarcasm in it was on point. It was insane. <laughs> Wait, it's not. It's not 
locked down. It's not the Sylvester Stallone. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. No, it's it's a sci-fi. It's a it's new on Netflix, Netflix original. The the if you love sarcasm, you got to check this movie out. It was, <laughs> it was nonstop sarcasm. It was so good. Yeah. What was it? Wait, was it called again? I gotta look it um, up because lockdown is what you said. I'll look it up to it was make like sure. Lockout or lockdown? Or Listen, or... you you watch the first five minutes, and if you like sarcasm, you're already hooked. Yeah. Yeah. See, now I'm just adding stuff to the list of things that I haven't watched. You I'm know, telling you, it was so good. Well, what's on there's, your list? There's some really bad uh, CGI, like for oh, like yeah. two minutes. <laughs> but, but once you get past that bad CGI. He gets back to being sarcastic, and you're like, yeah, this is why I turned in here for. Like, there's three minutes of bad in the movie, and it's all because of, like, terrible CGI. Yeah. Like, there was better CGI back in, um, uh, man, what was that movie? Spy Kids 3D. Like, <laughs> back then. Let's see. Yeah. But, to, I mean, to your to your question, uh, Javi, the, like, one of the things, I already mentioned, like, Castlevania, but yeah. another one was, is Watchmen. I've been hearing, you know, plenty good about that, and I always liked the, uh, you know, since I read it, uh, the, the original series of, of comics, and then I did like the movie a lot. Uh, and I, so I've been, you know, I've been interested in basically anything Watchmen, although I heard before Watchmen was awful, so I didn't even touch that, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I started watching the first episode. There was a free preview of HBO yeah. on our cable last weekend. So I started watching the first episode. And about halfway through, I was just sort of like, I kind of want to do something else. And uh, <laughs> and then I tried to watch more of it later, and I fell asleep. So It's like, Lockout. Well, lockout? Lockout. I, I, I threw a link into... Uh, he threw the, the IMDb up. It's so oh, good. Oh, gotcha. I, I I mean I'm sure it, it has like ten Rotten Tomatoes, but it, <laughs> but it's so six point one out of ten. This is sarcasm, eleven out of ten. You know, um, uh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce and I've Nike heard of Grace him. Are your leading roles and I remember <laughs> him. The one thing I know everybody's freaking about, like freaking out about on uh, Netflix, is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like that was the just original added. show. It, yes, um, it yeah, just came back on Friday. Well, yeah, they, they also added ago. the movie on it. Oh, but nobody good. wants to watch that, or nobody should want theater. to watch that. I'm pretty sure that's how I watched uh, Avatar the first time was on Netflix when they had it. I back just then. okay, so yeah. so sometimes I like to imagine people at a table having a discussion. Okay, and and I wonder how this discussion went down. Hey, we're going to do The Last Airbender as an action, you know, live action an show. Action. What do you think about using that guy that did The Sixth Sense? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> what about M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, no, like, like, you know, he did The Sixth Sense. I mean, yeah. I think I think those two. What? How do you. Has he done anything else? Oh, he did signs. How do you put those (laughs) things together? I mean, he did the greatest comedy movie you can watch, The Happening. Mark Wahlberg (laughs) is being attacked by wind. It was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I don't understand how that conversation even got that far. Yeah, it's... There's there's a lot of stuff, and if Aaron was here, it's a shame he's not, because he... Like, I think we all enjoyed Avatar. Aaron is a huge fan. Um... 
But I mean, there are things in that movie like, hey, what if we recast a lot of the people as white people? Uh, and what if the Earthbenders who are living on Earth for some reason can't use the Earth to fight? Uh, Is that really a thing? I've never actually like seen it because oh, yeah, if you no. watch the movie, like so in the it's like Mike with the, the Watchmen cartoon, movie. In the cartoon, I think they're stuck on like an uh, um, an, iron, an iron island essentially, and that's why like they can't yeah uh, right be subjugated because they can't bend the metal. They don't mm-hmm. know metal bending. But in unless the movie, you're tall, they never explain any of that. So it just look it's it's just dirt. So just dirt. <laughs> like when when and then Aang comes along and he fires them and they revolt. Uh, but before that, why couldn't they fight? Because <laughs> they had all the tools. <laughs> so, and uh, by all the tools, a, we mean a lot of dirt. Lots and yeah, lots yeah, of dirt. <laughs> a lot of dirt. So, but, uh, but yeah. So, I, I didn't realize the movie was on there. Um, I, 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 I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to see it. Like, there's no, no reason to waste my time. <laughs> I got other bad things for you to waste your time on. <laughs> uh, let me let me stick with the one. I'll I'll just I'll happily add the one theoretical. Uh, Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's like so. I I he, Don't watch he Dark. woke me up and he's like, "Hey, you have to watch this movie." He's I like, did. I got him out of bed. I was like, <laughs> I went five minutes in. The sarcasm was so on point. I was like, "No, I'm getting Javier up from bed. He's got to watch this with me." <laughs> And, like, it's actually, like, a really, really good movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't deserve a 6.1. I, I would say it's at least, due to dialogue, it's probably at least a high 7, if not yeah. an 8. Yeah, to me it's a 7, it, 8, it was, just dialogue It is a good wise. movie. There's a little bit of uh, Demolition Man in it, you know, because uh, there is hmm. the cryogenic you know prison thing okay yeah um, but that that plays a small part into it i i mean hey you guys are, are finding those hidden gems on netflix <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you don't find them a lot in netflix originals i tried underworld <laughs> let's see i turned it off like three minutes in underworld did not work for me oh wait is underworld, that underworld the kate beckinsale like vampires it was so, thing? yeah okay it just didn't work they made a lot of those, I think. Yes, they did. Isn't that like the Resident Evil thing that they tried to do? Or... They made a lot of them too. I mean, they were they were they were parallels. Like they were coming out at the same time. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, Resident okay. Evil with the wife insert. Oh god! <laughs> the only Resident Evil movie you need to watch, if you need to watch any of them, is the first one. I think they're. Um, the I think they're remaking them with um, uh, a different director. I think. Man, that's. Why would you want to follow that? I mean, it's it was just a made up storyline. It really had nothing to do with the game, so that then occasional well, I mean, characters I, would. I don't see why you wouldn't want to follow it, though. It's not really like you could do worse. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the, the first one was supposed to be a prequel to the first movie, but then they made a game that was a prequel to the first movie of the game. So it, yeah. Anyway, the Resident Evil. It, Mila Jovovich is now making a uh, a monster hunter movie. Oh yeah, that's what it is. And like, but it's like there are Humvees in it. Which there's Humvees. I've played a good chunk of Monster Hunter, and I've never seen a Humvee in it. <laughs> monster Hunter World slaps. I need to get back to that game. So, but uh, it, I think it's like some kind. Of, 
what was that dragon movie with Matthew McConaughey? Uh, oh, uh, Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. I think it's like a Rain of Fire, like monsters come to modern day. Matthew McConaughey had another one good. on there where he was a bad guy. I think I remember reading the um, like the plot that they had released with the movie, or that was like leaked Dar- with the movie. Dark Tower was. And it? I think it's a um, uh, like a a military unit gets sent into the Monster oh. Hunter world, and I think that's what it is. Which, okay. <laughs> still, Humvees, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, man. Anyway. Uh, Mike, what else? What else <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this, that's, this no, that's fine. Because, like, literally, there was not an interesting story here for me. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the only other thing I wrote down was that I, the, like, the with the final actual release of the U.S. Uh, TurboGrafx Mini, the controllers are shipping but not all of them. So I, I wound up ordering like every version you could, you could buy. So the three different uh, revisions of the, uh, the eight bit though, wireless pads and the, uh, the wired turbo switch white colored. Cause it's the only option they gave, even though you, you, you buy the only system that you can buy in the States, it's a black controller, but the only secondary controller you can buy is white and modeled after the PC engine instead of the turbo graphics. Why? I have no idea. But either way, it just magically disappeared off of, like, it's. I still have an order for it, but uh, Amazon is uh, listing it as, uh, let me pull it back up here, currently unavailable. We don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. Well, they never shipped any, so it's, I mean, it's really in the same boat as, as the, the unit itself, so I guess they're just delayed, but they haven't really announced anything. Right, They yeah, they haven't figured out what the actual next step is yeah but why the core graphics version of the 8-bit dough controllers are didn't ship either i i don't know because the other one i mean they're exactly the same and they shipped them to you know influencers and stuff there's videos on on youtube you can see but i I don't know i guess there was a a hiccup but they they didn't really announce anything for that either um but sadly because i think that's the best looking one um uh, in person, the TurboGrafx model looks a little bit better than the pictures, but it's very plain. There's like there's no coloration on it at all. Um, and then the PC Engine one looks pretty good too. But I just I don't like the the buttons instead of switches for the turbo. Uh, but that's that's really my only complaint because they do feel nice. They're they're, they're rounded in, in better ways than the original pads were, so they're a little more comfortable to hold, and they feel a little small. But I'll have to put them side by side with a, a regular pad, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I dig them. Um, RetroArch doesn't recognize the button uh, layout the same as the wired controllers, though. So I had to, I had to reassign all the buttons again. Uh, I I don't know. It's bizarre. Um, I, I but bet it's... that's a, just a USB function, and they probably just addressed that on the emulator on the the Turbo Graphics. It's possible. I don't know. I didn't even like use the dongles. I just plugged it in with the with the cable which that's the other thing i was kind of disappointed instead of being a usb-c their usb minis or whatever the the b or whatever it's called the the one that you know ps4 and xbox one controllers use oh they're but, micros okay mic, yeah whatever minis the is, minis is what like ps3 ps3 yeah i always got those the name confused because it's an m either way and they both mean small so like how am i supposed to know which one's which um but uh but yeah you would think everything should be using usb-c now 
at this point. So. I, I love the different train of thoughts here, because because you mentioned the button issue, and immediately the engineer, Tiny, goes to, I wonder why that's happening. That's probably happening because the backup converter pushes the inverter across the crossverter well, no and um someone, you know someone is show up to elu next year with one of those and we're gonna have to figure out me well it. me on the other hand i'm like i don't care why is there just get rid of it it's like yo that's weird it's kind of whack man but, but the, the other like, thing about it that's kind of makes it less useful for other things is even though they are separate buttons but they're they're buttons just the same as any other button on a controller like they're not like toggle switches or anything like that they're still hardwired to be turbo of the button right below it so you can't just assign it as say like an x and a y button on windows so it makes the controller pretty worthless for anything other than Turbo graphics or like original NES or maybe like Master so, System or something. Oh, yeah. Someone's gonna show up and be like, "Why can't I play Tetris with this?" And which controller <laughs> is this? Uh, these are the uh, the eight bit though Turbo graphics slash PC Engine modeled wireless controllers that just came out specifically for the Mini. But they're like, "Oh yeah, you can use it on the Switch. You can use it on the PC. You can use it on Android, whatever." So you know the micro console for the Turbo graphics came out officially in North America on Friday. So this is the like like the nes classic or the snes classic or the ps1 classic um and then 8-bit dough made other controllers but really mike are they just repackaging the ones they did in other regions or are these uh, well I'd like here you 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 can buy all of them in the uh in, in the u.s like i don't know if they're selling them worldwide or not gotcha. but they're they're just each one is theoretically modeled after one of the versions either the pc engine or the, the right the regular pc engine the core graphics color or the turbo graphics color so it's just it's just a preference they're all they all cost the same they all feel exactly the same they're all packaged exactly the same but you know i dig it so i, I mean i'm glad i ordered them all because if i had only ordered one i would have ordered the core graphics one and i would have gotten nothing <laughs> oh so, no oh no, no we'll you'd see. have to play your actual physical copies of these that's, games that's who wants to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, gotcha. uh, that's my mini review of the mini console that isn't mini's wireless controller options. Well, I mean, that's that's also the crazy thing about this mini Turbo Graphics because it's only like what ten, maybe fifteen percent smaller yeah, than the actual Turbo Graphics. Right. Right, uh, but it, it so it makes sense with the the PC Engine and the Core Graphics because those were always very small. Like, how small do you want the thing to be, and how small could you make it and still put the the PCB in that you're going to use, whatever? Like, you know, it makes sense. But you don't need to keep that same ratio for the Turbo Graphics, which was unnaturally large for the U.S. for no reason other than marketing. Like, oh, we can't. No one's going to buy it if it looks like you know a, a small little like you know booklet or something like it has to be a giant it's like if 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 it if somebody could stand on it and still see the and, and not see the thing then it's it's too small you have to make sure it's bigger than you know shaquille o'neal's you know <laughs> boots or something like i don't know it didn't make any sense it, it was unnaturally large they they changed the controller uh plug like for no reason other than it screwed everything up for like when you 
when when they put out Street Fighter 2 and people wanted to import it and they're like, well, then I also have to get the six button controller. Oh, but that doesn't work with the TurboGrafx. So I also have to buy an adapter for each of the controllers. And it's like, stop, you should have just put out a thing that could use all of the accessories that they sold in Japan because eventually they did that with the Duo anyway when they released that in the US. So then you've got controllers that are incompatible with each other in the same region. Like they screwed that thing from from jump street like it uh, as much as i love the whole thing it's listen it perception actually. doesn't have to make sense <laughs> well it didn't work yeah, I mean, yeah that's the thing it failed anyway like <laughs> like mass market my my uh my father-in-law is is a brilliant guy and actually is he's on the patent for the wire for the cordless cell phones when they first got invented cordless oh, wow. cell phones and it's really funny because he was telling us, you know, back then, I, don't, I think some of our listeners will, will be old enough to remember when AT&T actually had stores in the mall, you know, and you could buy like actual big home phones and everything. When the cordless phone came out, and again, my, my, my their grandfather, my father-in-law was, was on the patent. He helped develop this. They put the first batch of cordless phones in the stores. Nobody wanted to buy them. Because they were too light, and everybody thought they were cheap. Oh, like, oh, this doesn't weigh anything. This is cheap. Because they were so used to heavier things. Right. So the next batch, they actually put weights in them. And sent them out to the stores. And then people were like, oh, see, this is a nice, hefty, cordless phone. And then they slowly started taking the weights out of them to where we have the phones that we have today, you know, for the cordless phones that weigh nothing at home. But yeah, he said the first batch, they actually had to put weights in them because <laughs> nobody wanted them. You know, that's so why I said perception doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, well, it's, it's the NES all over again. If you, if you pop open an NES cartridge, half of it's empty. True, um, but that, that, a big part of that was because Nintendo had to figure out a way to get it into stores that were reluctant to stock video games anymore. So right. they, but they had would... to... The way, but and you're gonna make the argument that like the NES looks more like a VCR in North America or whatever, like a piece of home, but like the cartridge didn't need to be that big, um, because it was just gonna go into the system anyway. But it, uh, it it had to be something that you know uninformed parents would call tapes. Fair, right? Because you only put a tape into a VCR, you don't put a cartridge in. That's crazy. Well, I mean, you put it. You're playing Nintendo. It doesn't matter what you're playing. You're playing. Well, one, right. One, once they got through 1980s, you know, five test market era, then it was it, they were good to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't matter anymore. It was just oh, video games are back. Like, <laughs> guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Gaming's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Hey, uh, I mean, PC was here all the time. It was absolutely. So, Mike, anyway, do you have anything else? No, I'm I am good. Tiny, what have you been up to? That's right. Well, the real tiny, please stand up. Please stand up. <laughs> so, Tiny's uh, like, I don't want to stand up. <laughs> no, it's like, why do you think I'm on my couch, man? I, exactly. This is where I now stream from. I don't have to anyway. Uh, I'm not sitting in a desk chair. It's great. Uh, so, but talking talk about tech stuff real quick. I turned on my 360 this week. Because I've been looking, I've been trying to find games to grab my attention because nothing's been really like doing it for me. And my account signed out. My Xbox Live account signed out. Like I've changed the password since the last time I turned it on. 
So I try to authenticate. It just tells me bad password. <laughs> I keep, I'm like, no. Like, I, I test it on, on Windows. It works fine. I go back. I realize the 360 can only take in 16 characters for a password, and my current password is 20 characters long. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> cool. That's why it's giving me a bad password. <laughs> I, I go, and I'm like, should I change it, or do I care? I, I ended up changing it. And it's like, what you oh, change wait, it to? We don't, we don't support two-factor <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> so you said the 360 I'm doesn't support. You password. Now I realize what you're doing. <laughs> so took me a second. Took me a second. So anyway, so. Uh, so it, it, then once once I am able to put in the whole password, it's like, oh, oh, you have two-factor authentication turned on. 360 doesn't support two-factor authentication. You have to use a system password, which you, you generate through their website for systems that don't support two-factor. Okay. So now I'm generating a third password to put in, and I'm, I'm typing in on a controller. Like, I, this is so dumb. That's Why what you get it? for trying to be secure. Well, not only, yes, but, like, <laughs> why do you put a character limit? And, and there were so many questions I had. Uh, so, uh, eventually, I got it up and running. And, I actually, I, I played through a couple games on my 360. Um, played through? Wow. We'll, we'll get there a little later. Okay. Nice. But, uh, but, man, like, I just... Man, video game consoles lately are, are just trying to thwart you with their internet... <laughs> you know, problems that, that only you are having. Because no one else is trying to run a 360. <laughs> Nobody else is trying to run a 20-word password. 20-letter well, password. And all, that's what I just use. The passwords come from my password vault. Like, I don't even know most of my passwords anymore. I know the one password to authenticate to my password vault, it, it holds everything else for me. Um, so usually I could just copy and paste it in. I have all mine written. No, I'm just... just make my head explode Uh, so uh so yeah but like you're you're doing this the funny thing though is because i couldn't type in all the characters it just kept telling me bad password so once i was able to put in a a 12 character password it's like oh well i can't use this password anyway so Mm -hmm. f you uh you have to go generate this third kind of pattern like whatever uh, yeah, to use the 360. Though, Mike, I'll tell you this. I have now a new instance of that stupid data corruption error on PS4. Uh-huh. I can't download Warzone. Okay. I, I get like can, 20 can, gigs in, and it's like, data corrupted. Can you do the thing where you start it with your phone again? I can, but I don't know how much of it needs to download, and oh. I don't pay for my phone, so... Right, right, uh, right. Well... I don't need my company coming back and being like, hey, why'd you download 50 gigs of a game? On, but this, on again, this is this is just because of the way you're, is it the router or you're like? No. So, so well, okay. This you can is, tell them it's for research. Yeah. Is, well, I, okay. I 100% could, but <laughs> except for who knows who'll see this podcast. Uh, so I, if my theory is correct, which it, it's potentially could could not be but it seems like it's a problem between sony's contest content distribution network cdn 
and Verizon. Um, and it could as simply be the speeds of the network. Um, that, because if you go and look uh, data corruption error for PS4 up on like Reddit and their forums and whatnot, it's just happened to people randomly in almost every instance that's shown, they're like, who's your provider? Oh, it's Verizon. Um, so it's, it's super weird, but it only happens on like one game per console. Uh, so just it, randomly picks a game. Let's go well, like, Sony. So for the last six months, I've been struggling to get Spider-Man to update on PS4. And I had to eventually start the download on one network, change over to my phone for 20 megs and then change back over. And it worked fine. Um, because so the the one thing to realize for PlayStation Four is the updates aren't a single file; uh, they are generally file folders or, or, or some kind of file structure. So like it was just hitting one file, and some for some reason that file was corrupting during the update. And it's super weird, uh, but it's it's such a small use case. It's, it appears from what I can see on like their forums and on the that like they're like I. I I rebuilt this PlayStation 4 probably six or seven times. I replaced the hard drive. I reinstalled the software. I reinstalled the OS. Nothing fixed. Hmm. Um, and it, 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 so it's not this PS4 because everything in this PS4 had been replaced. Uh, it's, it's just a rant. Like, it's some kind of network conflict between, like I said, Sony, CDN, and, and, and Why Verizon. can't we be friends? And, like, I can't Why bring this PS4 over to my, like, parents' friends? house or to a friend's house. They all have Verizon, <laughs> so like I have to go find someone with Comcast to be like, "Hey, let me uh, just ship it to me." I was just gonna say, just come to Florida. Yeah, yeah, ship it to us. We'll get it done for you. So we'll put it on um, the list with the other like ten Xbox Ones and like we have three hundred download right yeah. after we restart our router. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it, it just means you know I'll play Call of Duty on Xbox. That's fine. I'm good. Listen. Uh, I, I I mean I we have both and we have everything. When it comes to shooters, Xbox One is much better for me for shooters. Fighters are better for PS4, and it has nothing to do with the system; has everything to do with the controller. controller. It's, yeah, the it's D-pad controller. on the on the PS4 controller is much better for fighters. The triggers on the PS4 are garbage. They are so, so therefore bad. the triggers for the Xbox One are better for shooters. So I usually play fighters on PS4, and again shooters on Xbox. But really, has nothing to do with the system. Has everything to do with the controller. No, you're. I mean, you're 100 percent right. Like I, I like the offset joysticks for a shooter. Yeah. Versus having the the DualShock kind of setup. Yep. But anyway, so this all is a long story of it took me like two hours to get my 360 to actually, uh, and. Turning on my 360, I realized every time I download a free game from Xbox One for games or games with gold or whatever, right. uh, it apparently was also downloading it to the 360 or or attempting to or uh, yeah attempting to because right. they were just I was going through my, the memory and there's just partial downloads of all these games. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, what the like? That, that's a, that only happens if you leave it plugged in, of course. I left a two fifty six gig drive in here, even though I sent out, I sent someone a five twelve Xbox hard drive. I should have nice. created those. I remember the original um, uh, Xbox three sixty um, like interface, oh, like the, the original home page. Yeah, so, you need the blades. It was so have... different. 
Oh, it, yes. And it could not sell you a lot of stuff, unlike our current systems. Right. <laughs> right. You could access things like what disc is in the drive, and there's the X, Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, oh, there's a settings menu also. That's the game pass now. Exactly. But I mean, like, my three, if you want to use your 360 for, or at least mine, for anything other than launching the disc that's in it, you're going to wait five minutes for it to, like, queue up. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you have this many Xbox Live Arcade games. Like, okay. it sounds like my laptop. <laughs> I, it's oh, it is. It is slow. Like fifteen minutes later, my laptop's <laughs> finally up. Yay! <laughs> it's gotcha. so old. So I, I mean, yeah. Like, granted, like this. What this came out the year I graduated college. So no, year before I graduated college, two thousand five. So two thousand five. Talk about fifteen year old system. Ooh. So. I think I graduated in 2000-something. Oh, I Again. thought that was a period. No, I graduated <laughs> multiple times. Sometimes so, I question. I, I graduated multiple times, so I, I lose track. So it's God. somewhere in there. Uh, aside from that, real quick stuff, uh, Stargirl premiered this week on CW. Uh, I like comic books, so I like comic book shows a lot. How is it? It was... It's interesting. So it's it's not dark and gritty like Arrow or The Flash. Like oh, everything's terrible, blah, or Batwoman. <laughs> um, but like it's Arrow off... started so good. Arrow did start so good, but then like seasons four, five, and six are oh, we shouldn't keep secrets from each other. I kept a secret. Oh, you betrayed us. Oh, let's be friends again. Um, <laughs> It just got got to fill time somehow. It got so CW like my, halfway through, like I was like, "Yep, yep, this is CW." Like, my favorite scene in all of Arrow. Oh, I know where you're is, going. So, um, I think it's it's far enough, like far yeah, enough. There's back. no spoilers. There's no spoilers. Yeah. So, when Felicity when she loses like the function in her legs, and then like she keeps on working on the secret thing to get like her walking ability back and like things aren't going well between her and um uh ollie yeah (laughs) so they get into an argument and she's sitting at the wheelchair and he's standing next to her and she literally just he doesn't know about this whole thing where she's trying to get her legs back she just gets up and walks out of the apartment, and he's like just there, stuck, dumbfounded, like, <laughs> what just happened? He's just watching her walk and, away. And as I saw her walk away, so did I. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm so done. What? This is, what I'm, is with this show? She's walking away. I'm uh, walking it, away. We're all walking away at this point. Spe- yeah, she, she developed a microchip that would allow her spine to redirect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There was there was some stuff. Well, so, and there's there's some stuff here, too. Like, this starts off. Because it's an origin story, essentially, this first episode for Stargirl. And she gets her powers from a staff yeah. that Starman, formerly, who before he was called Starman, was called the Star Spangled Kid. He's um, pretty cool. Was there. So, like, they they show the JSA, and the JSA give them their ass kicked um, in, in the opening. And Joe McHale is Starman. And Luke Wilson is his sidekick called Stripes, which made more sense when he was the Star Spangled Kid. Um, and then it's like, oh, it's it's uh, Courtney discovering the the star rod and her powers. 
And then at the last moment, Luke Wilson shows up in his essentially Iron Man suit, which is stripes, but it's an acronym. Uh, and it's like, I'm like, sweet, because I love power armor. Um, but like, well, Luke we'll Wilson. Because it feels like it's going to be another Smallville. Like, Smallville was gonna, gold. Everyone's going to be related, and it's going to be like, oh, these are the kids of the supervillains that destroyed the JSA 30 years ago. <laughs> and like, it, it, it's going to be like a mixture of Smallville in Zoom or. Uh, I think Smallville is the Kurt only Russell like superhero movie. Smallville to me was gold. I loved Smallville. It was like the only CW that I could sit through. Because there were so many other shows that started so well. I mean, I could literally just go through a list and be like, The 100. So, the so, 100 started so oh, I'm well. I'm watching The 100. Oh, see, oh. I, I lost it, man. It I, I might have to try it again, but they lost me after they killed my man. After the... After the first season, I was, like, for me, it just kind of went downhill. Like, the second season was okay, but then the third season, after they, um, uh... They killed... After they went into, um, uh, like, in... Caught up with the mountain men and stuff, like, that's when I feel like it really, like, started to go, like, really downhill, and... they're not even on the same planet anymore. Oh, really? They're not even on the same planet? when they, when they killed the wannabe Vin Diesel... When they killed one of B. Vin Diesel guy, uh, I don't even remember what his name was. The guy who went to to Gods and uh, no. Yeah, he was uh, he was like American a wannabe God. Vin Diesel dude. Anyway, after they killed him, it was like it just started going downhill for there for me. But see, I think he was good in like the first two seasons, but I feel like he got too. He was like too whiny and too preachy towards the end. Was uh, that Lincoln? Yeah, I yes, think it's yes. Lincoln. Yeah. So, so I mean, hey. My my joy right now from I, I enjoy Legends of Tomorrow because I think it's a goofy show, but if you want a CW show to watch right now, Riverdale. Oh, is I can't. A ridiculous show, it's... and these kids just need therapy <laughs> for living through all this. <laughs> like people are dying left and right, and they're like, oh, what about prom? Like, what are you talking about? Talk about your guilt. <laughs> like there was a there was a joke scene like it. Jughead's writing a story, uh, and there's a dead body, and, and the River Hill gang is there. It's, it's Betty, Veronica, Reggie, Archie, and Jughead. And at one point, someone's like, well, who doesn't have experience disposing of a body? And everyone but Reggie raises their hand to say, oh, no, I've done it before. Uh, <laughs> you're like, it's true. I've seen them all do it. It's really messed up. So, anyway. Uh, Therapy. But yeah, I mean, Stargirl, I, I check out Stargirl. I think it's fun. It's also on the DC Universe app, so if okay. you don't have cable and whatnot, like, you can watch it there. Uh-huh. I, can, I can put that on my side screen when I'm working. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then the, the last thing, uh, so I, I've been sending out game consoles and, like, packs of games to friends and family and whatnot, because, uh, like, hey, their kids are stuck at home and they don't have games. Like, here you go. Um, and someone another person gave me a Wii. They're like, oh, it's been sitting in our basement. The disk drive ended up not working, so I hacked it this week and and then just installed Nintendo, which lets me use images of my GameCube game to play on there. And, like, that's great. Like, you just put everything on an SD just card, just throw it on there. It's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, we have one of those. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I've been hacking Wiis forever, but, like, this is the first time I've played around with GameCube games on it, and um, Sunshine. I think that's the only Wii we still have. Like we got rid of most of the other ones, but we yeah. have one modded, 
with all the GameCube stuff on it. I think people have given us like four. <laughs> I think well, we're back up exactly. to like... like they just come and like people are like, here you go. This is this they're like game. you're a gamer. You like this exactly. game well, console, don't you? Well, also we I try to refurbish them and like some of the satellite sites for the hospital will take them. The course the hospital can't take them. Like right. there's there's a whole discussion of like decontamination and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to be new. But like we can we can put them out to some of the to satellite sites. Uh, but like I think at one point I had like five or six Wii's. I now only have this one that doesn't have. They, they'll come back after you know everything, right? But um, like I had to pull out the Wiimote from the Legend of Zelda set, the gold one, because mm-hmm. that was the only Wiimote I could find in the house right now. <laughs> so, uh, which I'm like, oh, this is probably losing value every time I touch it. So, um, but anyway, uh, let's. Uh, I didn't pull feedback, and that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll get to it next week. So for people that did tweet and whatnot, uh, I apologize. We will we will uh, feedback. So, uh, but uh, let's let's talk about games we played, uh, and I'll open it up to uh, to you guys. We we are going to be attacking one of my favorites. We're going way back. If when you follow or sub to our Twitch, you see it. We're going way back to Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, uh, is but, that why your your uh, your emotes? Or well, your... we've always had those, but okay. uh, now with Toe Jam uh, and Earl back in the groove, Javier and I yeah. are going to set the world record. We're going to do it for speed run, um, for two player speed run for that game. Okay, and I am very very confident about this. Um, um, it has nothing to do with the fact that nobody's done it yet. Not absolutely um, no. So all we got <laughs> to do is just finish it, and once we finish it, we'll have the world record. Yeah. Um. So because no nobody has actually submitted one, so all we got to do is submit it and get it authenticated. Yeah, we just got to finish. So we're I'm going for the world record. Awesome games done quick next year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, it's in your backyard now. I mean, so I don't know about done quick. But we're gonna we're gonna have the world record since nobody else has done it. But okay. it won't necessarily be quick, but it will be. Let's go, GDK. A world record. <laughs> uh, what else have we been playing? Uh, I know I've I've done some Call of Duty. We got we got Call of Duty tournament coming up with Microsoft, so I'm really excited about that. We did a we did a test run last week of two v two gunfight. Um, with four teams uh so we're gonna open it up to 16 teams so i'm excited about that and we're gonna do like round robin for uh in four four teams round robin and first and second place go into top eight uh bracket first place on the winner side you know second place on loser side and that's gonna be fun so we've been playing that he's been uh, addicted to animal crossing i yes. have been playing animal crossing quite that's a all bit i have to say uh <laughs> i do have <laughs> Javier's have have like, I want to buy that, but I don't have that kind of money. I was like, I'll get it for you. He's like, you're sure you have enough money? I'm like, I got 19 million bells. Yeah, I can afford it. <laughs> okay. Well, you, did, you did the social media post for the guitar. Uh... That was really cool. And I got a really, really cool photo of that. So um, I really needed help with that because 
what happens is there's I only had access to one style of guitar and there's a bunch of different guitars and different colors so I wanted to get all the different styles and colors so I could make a really cool post because we are doing um, one of our one of our major sponsors is replay guitar exchange and we're doing an, uh, an event with them and we're doing a couple things uh, but one of the things that we're going to be doing is we're going to be giving away a real guitar. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to make a Animal Crossing room that just had all kinds of guitars and amps and just everything you know that they have in the store. I actually made my character uh, a replay guitar exchange shirt and a hat for it and everything. They have a lot of so, cool stuff. Like it, a lot of really cool stuff. Like this included. Yeah, yeah, we just got a, an ukulele, uh, Elvis Presley Hawaiian ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we just got that. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be doing that with them. Um, we haven't decided exactly how yeah. we're gonna do it. Whether it's gonna be something really simple, or we even talked about doing a Guitar Hero tournament, and the winner of the Guitar Hero tournament would actually win a real guitar. So it's we got we got some really cool ideas going on. Yeah. But as far as games that we've been playing, like I said, I've been playing Call of Duty. Um, I haven't been playing it as much. I've been playing more. Uh, I did play Warzone that one time, and I won, of course. Valorant. I'm one hundred percent right now. Retire on top. I am one hundred percent batting average on that. <laughs> um, and what else have I played? Uh, Toe Jam. He's been playing a lot Forza of... Forza Motorsports, I mean, but yeah. I, that's that's my game. Forza Motorsports has always been my game. I play that one every Thursday You've been night. playing the new NFL? I played a little bit of the NFL. Well, Madden go 2020. Back to, go back to Forza real quick. You've been doing, like, a Forza thing for... I've been playing Forza for over 10 years now, every week. Um, we have a, a team that, that we race every week, every Thursday night, from kind of all over. We have New York, we have... Texas, uh, Canada, and I mean Prince George, Canada. He's like way towards the top left-hand corner. He's like, yeah, like if it gets too cold, he can just walk over to Russia um, because it'll just freeze over, just walk across. Um, <laughs> he's way up there. Um, but yeah, I've been racing with these guys. It's, it's really, really cool and really frustrating at the same time because I, depending on the, on the track and circuit, I'm in the top one to... Like, the worst I do is top 3% in the world. But I race with guys who are, like... Top point one. <laughs> yeah, top, like, half of a percent. And sh so, so um, um, whenever we have, like, local tournaments, Microsoft will have an event, and they'll have a Forza tournament, and I'll show up, and I'll I'll, I'll win, and everybody's like, You're great, we're running for second again. And then I... Lumen, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and then I... Yeah, I show up, I win everything, I take it home, I like celebrate, you know, like, yeah, I got all this free stuff from the store. And then I come home and I play online with these guys and they're like, great, I'm in the middle of the pack again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I guess I'm just average again. I go from being really good to like, I guess I'm just average in this room, you know. But but those are the guys I've been racing with. And most of them are, I think the youngest guy that races with us is pesky and i think he's 28 so most of these guys i race with are he's probably 30 now because i think you've been saying that he's yeah, 28 for yeah like he three could be years. in his 30s now <laughs> like, but but most of them are in their 40s 50s we got a couple of older guys 
Uh, old man oil, I think, is 80 years old now. Uh, but he still races and does really well. Also, I'm still racing with my controller. A lot of these guys have the full setup with the car seat and the steering wheel and, and three monitors, you know. I'm just... It's I'm ridiculous. still playing. I'm still playing, you know, with with a big old screen and lag and and uh, <laughs> so I guess I could probably compete a little bit better if I actually came into this room and played on the competitors. We got a new monitor know. though. Which we is do have sick. a new monitor, which is really really cool. The <laughs> only problem with the new monitor, I need to look it up, but like it keeps setting the um uh, the colors the color back to uh not it's uh, the vibrancy. Of the okay, colors. Yeah, like the warmth or whatnot? Yeah. Like, um... Uh, it just automatically goes back. It just goes back up. Like, I keep putting it down, and then it keeps going back up. And I'm like, why do you but, do this to me? But yeah, so Force is my game. That is that is the one game that I'm actually good at. The rest of them I enjoy. I play games. I mean, you know, it's funny because I got into the video gaming late. Um, because I grew up playing basketball. I mean, I played two hours of practice for two hours before school, and I practiced another four to six hours after school. So I didn't have time to play video games. I mean, I was I was hardcore basketball, and then when I broke my leg and I lost, you know, my scholarship and all. Long story short, um, I was already a few years into college, and I was like, I still had that competitive edge that I needed to compete somewhere, and then I found out, wait, I can compete in video games, you know? Because, I mean, my leg was, like I said, I couldn't compete anymore because of my leg, but when I found out I could compete in video games, I was like, it brought me in hardcore. And again, that's why I like Forza, you know, because I, I get to compete. I like anything where I get to compete, whether I'm good at it or not. Um, that's why there are certain games that I know are amazing games, but they're one-player games, and... Like, it's not for you. No, yeah. I, I need to beat someone, you know, <laughs> or even lose to somebody. I just need to compete, you know, and I recognize that those games are really good, but just I'll never finish them. Speedrunning might be for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, speedrunning, I don't mind because, again, I'm trying to beat yeah, someone. Yeah, you're trying to beat someone. Right. You know, as long as I'm trying At to beat point, someone. At that point, you're also not paying attention to the story. No, like, but I like story games. But only because of the story. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I, that's more like watching the he's, movie to me. Like, he's Kingdom the person Hearts, that plays it on easy. Yeah, I will definitely play all my story games on easy. Because I literally just want to get through it and watch the storyline. I'm watching a movie now at this point, you know? Sure. And, I can and, relate to and that. I, and I get a little bit of action. Because, again, for me, playing games is, is a getaway. I don't want to be frustrated, you know? Listen, I want to be frustrated. I'll just look at my bills. I, you know, I don't need to play video games. <laughs> so, so that's that's why I'll I'll play storyline games definitely on easy. Just unless unless they're like, oh, if you play on easy, you won't get, you know, blah, this blah, part blah. of the story. So yeah. some games will do that. They're like, nope, you need to play at least on normal in order to get the full story. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Other than that, just put me on easy. I'll go through it. Let's go. Gotcha. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's. You? I know you brought up Apex and you brought up. Yeah, uh, I, I was trying to think about like what I'd been doing recently. Uh, a lot of it has just been Apex. Like, hey, 
No, 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 he's lying to you. Oh, no. He's lying to you. I'm calling it out here on the podcast, on the Twitch, on the everything. I will tell you what Javier plays. I will tell you what Javier, what David, what Oranges, and what Mozzarella play. The four of them. They go out of their way to play the worst games ever. We Oh, oh, we See, played Street. Listen, they <laughs> play is, bad games. The, they play bad co-op bad game. games. No, this is really no, you good. play bad co-op well, yes, games. But I'm talking, I look at the screen and I see stuff I'm on the screen about that the I don't even understand. See, but this game, I'm going to say, the, what's isn't a bad fight game. Thing? What was that oh, thing? Stick, stick Fight's a great game. Oh my goodness, it looks so bad. Stick Fight is an amazing oh, game. It is a fun game. It's, yeah. it's bizarre at best. But, but, but um, I mean, what are some of the games you play? I know you play... Um, oh, we... we <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll just log into Steam, and I'll get, like, this really bad message from my friend Oranges, and then it'll just be like, hey, we're playing this tonight. Yeah. All four of us. Like, we okay. bought... There's one game on Steam. It was, like... It was, like, four games... For two dollars, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they play a lot. And it was just, it was called Dino Hunt, and it it looked like okay. it was like one of the early Unity games where there's like not really much, but there's like badly textured hills and stuff. There's like a few trees, and then there's just badly coated Velociraptors running at you, and you have to shoot them. And then they explode into, like, a million pieces, and then you're like, <laughs> there are too many pieces for that to actually come from the Velociraptor. How many there is more mass in those little pieces <laughs> than there was in the entire Velociraptor. It's, it's hysterical to watch them, because, like I said, I um, sit on the other side of the room, and I can watch the screen, and I'm just watching the madness. It's... A lot of times we even... Um, Stoop so low as to find like bad games in Roblox. Yes. So okay, so the weird thing about Roblox is there are lots of bad games, but a lot of them have good ideas. <laughs> like it's a game that has lots of potential, but it's just coded really terribly. It's like <laughs> I see where you're going with this, but this is not what you wanted. <laughs> There was a will, but there wasn't no way. There was no way. I I see David just literally just click on stuff like, oh, that one looks really bad. Let's try that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's David. David goes out of his way to see which ones are bad. But uh, the new Streets of Rage is really good. You started this whole thing, and you said Streets of, and then stop. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. The new Streets of Rage is really, really good. Okay, I was was like, wait, are we going to talk stuff on Streets of Rage 4? Because I already did, so yeah. uh, I'm... I'm the villain of the group because I'm like, ah, it's a beat em up. It's okay. It's 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 much better when you don't have team attack on. Uh, but they play I, with I sp- team attack. I speak because I'm the person yeah. who would get comboed because I'm the only careful person in the group, at least when it comes to this game. So I would just get comboed or like hit from across the stage because somebody throws a random like sword at me and I'm like, oh. I guess I'm dead now. My teammate killed me again. <laughs> like, I'm at zero <laughs> lives and, like, almost dead, and everyone else is at, like, you still have two lives left. And I'm like, can you guys please stop hitting me? <laughs> 
I was the only one that was dying due to team attack. Everybody's like, let's just punch this dude. I have to fight my friends and the enemies. This is really calling into question all that money you won at, at different ELUs. <laughs> it's maybe you're not that good at games. It's totally just I mean, to I watch. didn't win anything this year, so uh, I this year gets an asterisk next to it, just like Evo <laughs> Online. So, uh, which I, I am shocked Evo Online does not have Power Rangers at it. Like I, I'm sure it's because it feels of, like, bad. Tournament stuff. That game's but, fun and good. Like, yeah, like it's good netcode and it's fun. Like I, I'm. I'm shocked Power Rangers isn't there. Anyway, um, okay, uh, Mike, what about you, bud? So the uh, I, I have been playing uh, a lot of of uh, uh, we said it so many times. The Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale mode, Warzone, Warzone, Warzone. Warzone. sorry. Uh, but I mean, I've talked about it so much; it's like whatever. Uh, the only other things that I've been playing are other games that are uh, Game Pass Quest games. So. I, I like for I forget if it was a weekly or, or a monthly whatever it was a zoo tycoon I was like I why would I ever play zoo tycoon but whatever it was the challenge was clean up 15 pieces of poop so I'm like that can't be that hard let me look up the guide oh, no. and they're just like make your zoo don't hire any zookeepers because they'll clean it up for you uh, and then, uh, and then just just wait. litter the zoo with animals. Just keep packing the animals in. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, all right, I can do that. And uh, it got me to try the game out. I wasn't playing it seriously, obviously, as a, as I've described. It sounds like David. I <laughs> like I still built a zoo, and I, since I had to wait for the animals to take a crap, I was putting down like like food vendors and. <laughs> like fountains and stuff just because i was like you know what this is a competent game like it's not really for me but for a, a you know a sim type of game that you're playing with a game pad for people who are into that kind of thing this seems all right like uh, so david our, our my other son he actually would play this game he would make all the food and the water free and then he would charge people to use the bathrooms. Dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> Did the happiness meter go up or down? Way down. But that also went down when he would put, like, the deer and the lions in the same cage, too. Like, yeah, just... I wondered why they let you do that. Because it's like, it's just does not, that... It's not going to end, though. Like, and at some point in time, he just take all the fences down and just let the animals run wild through the zoo. At least they censor the the carnage with like yeah. cartoony dust, like. And, and we only know this because, like I said, Davi would literally just release all the animals. Just at some point, he was going to release them all. The only thing I remember about playing Zoo Tycoon as a kid was I was, <laughs> I I thought I was really funny. And um, uh, I I had porpoises. The porpoises were my main attraction. <laughs> and I remember, I <laughs> have you ever had all water animals? I did have a lot of water animals. You it was kind of weird. Is what you're saying? Yeah, basically, <laughs> David David had all the carnivore animals that when he'd released, I had all lots the of dinosaurs. Just had dinosaurs and fish. Okay. I did. Um, but I remember, <laughs> I named my first porpoise Michael Jackson. <laughs> Because it was black and white. 
were really happy I thought I was a really funny kid, okay? <laughs> you were real happy with it was, yourself. It was when the song came out. It was. It didn't matter if you're black or white. Oh, man. Javier always did that, though, because you had that... No, David had that panda. David had a panda stuffed animal. He called him Express. He did call him Express. Um, So, <laughs> it's always been a... Uh, yeah, the the sorry. I think a lot of my animals were just named after musicians. <laughs> yep. Fact. I, I'm just saying it doesn't sound like the the apple falls far from me. No, no, no. Oh no. I don't remember uh, naming so, any Mike, animals. So, Mike, so you were playing. But... This is Zoo Tycoon. This is the like launch game for the Xbox One. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, and I I already actually owned it anyway because it was like free in some other region in the world. So all you had to do was like create a. I don't know, Australian account or something like that. And, you know, gotcha. and I, so I've had it for free the whole time and I've yeah. never fired it up because, you know, I just want to make sure. Because he's not Australian. Free. So you hadn't not, fired it up. <laughs> well, I'm not, well, no, but you can run it on your own account. Yeah. Once it's on your, your like system, you're, you're right. good to go. But, uh, like, I, it, it's Do like, you have I to only speak Australian to the connect. <laughs> they, he has to hang it upside down. Did. You don't need accents to, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it was yeah. That's it, just one of those things where if it's free, I feel like I'm missing out unless I add it to my account. <laughs> if I waste the time in playing it, then that's when I'm the one losing. <laughs> but uh, but if but if, right anyway. So I, I I tried yeah like when you when you quote unquote adopt a new animal and then it's airlifted in, it's <laughs> like the antelope gets airlifted right into the lion's mouth. Like yes, I just adopted this thing. <laughs> wait, wait. So does, I'm going to be it's like Jurassic Park later. So right. Do do the uh, does like the Australian version of Zoo Tycoon? Do they add ground harnesses too? It's it's literally the exact same software. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume it is because I never installed it. How about that? Uh, but uh, so yeah, another one was uh, Dishonored Two was another quest thing, and it was collect like fifty pieces of gold. And I looked up a thing, and it's just like, all right, here's how to do it in under a minute. Uh, make sure to hold X through all the cutscenes. As soon as it starts, turn around, jump out the window, climb through another window, open this thing. Here you go. Open this cabinet, open this cabinet, open this cabinet. There you got it. And I got my, my quest, and I uninstalled the game. So <laughs> just, like, just to be clear, you downloaded this, like, 30-gig game. Oh, yeah, but I downloaded it, like, the day before. Okay. So I didn't sit and stare at a meter just to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just I clicked it. I went to bed. The next day it was there. I could do my quest, not including load times. I knocked it out in like four minutes. Mike, I, I guess in my head I just still think of your old crappy internet. Oh yeah, yeah. No, if I had <laughs> if I had caps, pfft, so, I'd be like, well, Game Pass, you were nice in theory. What but, do you even get from Game Pass quests? Like sort of money, <laughs> but it's like pennies. And eventually, it adds up to dollars, and then so you can if use you do enough dollars. quests for the next ten years, you could buy like half a game. Oh man! Yeah. Okay. I've I've got like eleven dollars worth of <laughs> money out of this by jumping out of windows. <laughs> He's <laughs> already been at this for three years now. Actually, I've only been doing these quests for a short time, but like when you first open you like because you can use Bing to yeah. like search stuff, all that. It's all the Microsoft rewards thing. And I started this whenever they opened it. And I earned whatever, like, they'll give you a bonus, like, sign up the first time, and here's, like, you know, 5,000 points or something. That's, like, oh, five sick. bucks. 
So I, I don't know. It's just a thing to do. I don't even know why I'm doing it. But, well, but one of the one of the go ahead. What's that? I, I was gonna say it also kind of uh, let's say relates into how like you, Aaron, I, BC Turb, well, all of our friends, all the game enthused people and friends got together because we all met through cheap ass gamer. Probably God, it's over a decade ago now. Sure. So like this, this just this behavior speaks to the level to the to the behavior of gaming of, of people we know like this is this is the same idea as hey let's go into circuit city and buy all the copies of whatever um, hey man i i remember a literal uh you know black trash bag that i had full of games at the at, at the circuit city that were five bucks a piece that were all still labeled fifty dollars <laughs> but they all rang up 499 i'm like yeah Let's go. Go to town. Like, yeah, this this was. I mean, this is actually how I first got into Extra Life because I, I was there for the game drive that year. It was like, cool, we have more than enough extra games to send in because yeah. we just keep like, oh, here's Tony Hawk Project Eight because I bought. Oh eight right, copies yeah. Of those to bring I found down to these guys. I found a Target that had like a dozen of them, and I was like, hey, who wants this? And everybody was like, yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one. On. All right, they were like, I don't know, four dollars each or something whatever and i don't think i even bought one for myself like i didn't care i yeah um but the, so but the the last one i played uh which was also a game pass quest but i have already bought the game twice uh including the dlc and everything that's shadow of war because i i really like shadow of mordor like that was my borderline game of the year like it, it, the only reason it wasn't game of the year when it came out is because i like titanfall so much um but I hadn't finished Shadow of Mordor when we did our game of the year. So by the by the time I did it, I'm like I probably would have swapped it anyway because I really liked it. I really liked the DLC. Uh, but when when this came out and I started it, I don't know. I think the character model definitely got like bunged up a little bit. Like he he looks rough now, and I don't know why. Just yeah. like something went wrong here, and you didn't fix it. And it doesn't help that they show the exact same cutscene from the first game right before it, so you can compare them very easily. And like, yeah, something, yeah, something just went awry. Uh, but also, it just nothing about it grabbed me. The story just seemed like here's a really weak way of saying why you're still half dead and still working with this ghost who happened to be the guy who forged the one true <laughs> ring or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, but the gameplay is really still the same for the most part. Uh, so the, the quest was kill 75, and I'm like, hey, I can do that. And when I got into it, I'm like, yeah, I, I remember why this was so fun. I mean, when you build up these combos and you start unlocking some of these abilities, and when you're like, like I've gotten to the point where I, I can build up a combo and I can insta-kill one guy until I get to the next one, but like I keep thinking about, oh yeah, I remember mortal when i had the thing i could insta kill up to two and then yeah. i could get that meter up faster and it's like it's like i could take like three or four swings and then i could chop one dude's head off and then like <laughs> put a knife through another dude's neck and then uh and then all i gotta do is like turn around and hit one other guy and then i can like explode somebody else's head with my mind it was like man i, I just like the fact that he said like he's bought this game at, at least two times already or something like that well i bought i bought it for playstation 4 <laughs> i played through mortal on ps4 and i was like i'll just buy it again on on ps4 
but then like after I bought it and started playing it, all the reports were like, yeah, it runs better on Xbox. So when that went on sale with the the like day one whatever edition that came with all the DLC, I was like, it cost just as much to rebuy it as it would have cost me to just buy the DLC. So I just bought the Xbox version with the the codes oh, and then okay. sold the the PS4 version. I think the game I bought twice was um you bought it more than twice. It was you a, bought that game it? at least it? four what times. What's the name of it? Crackdown. Crackdown. The original you... Crackdown. <laughs> but but the okay so 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 to give you a little explanation, you remember when GameStop would run these dumb things like bring in five games and you get an oh, extra ten dollars trade. Sure. So I was like, I like this game, Crackdown. But I only have four games to trade, so I traded in Crackdown. <laughs> I got an extra ten dollars, and then I bought it back for a dollar ninety-eight. That was a game series that went awry. Like the first Crackdown was a masterpiece. The second Crackdown was okay. The third Crackdown, I don't even know what they were going for. Like I was so hyped for the third Crackdown. I'm like, you know what? Maybe they listened to what the people said about the second one, and you know what? Maybe they made it better. Let's let's hope they return to their original formula. And then they went even farther. They're like, hey guys, we heard all that you said, but we're just going to make a game that barely even looks like Crackdown anymore, and then that's what we're going to release. After we teased it in 2012, and now you're getting it in 2019. It only came out last year, didn't it? I think so. 2018 through wow, 2019. Yeah. It's like seven years in the making, and it's worse. Well, seven, <laughs> seven problematic years. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, gotta... it, was, it was a mess, but I still I enjoyed Crackdown 3 uh, plenty. I liked it a lot more than 2. I thought 2 oh, was... Oh, it's definitely better than 2. Like, just because of the, the whole freaks thing, it was just a dumb idea. It's weird. Like, so... Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great, but it was no. it was one it was a game I completed. <laughs> I had fun with it. Was there an Xbox Game Quest for it? <laughs> there might have been, but I wasn't paying any attention at that time. Complete the I, game. I, I it, usually those quests are things you can yeah. do in short periods of time. Pretty quick things. But yeah, that's that's really what I've been playing. What about you, Dave? Uh, I'll, uh, Let's see what Tiny's been playing here. Be quick. Uh, I decided to play a Transformers game this week. <gasps> uh, so I played the third... Well, technically, it's the second game they released, but it's the third Transformers game from High Moon Studios. They did War for Cybertron and also Fall of Cybertron. Yeah. Um, and they also was, did wait. Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon was the name of the game? Dark of the Moon is the name of the game. Are you sure? Uh, I literally have the case... What was the name of the movie? Uh, well, Revenge of the Fallen is the movie you're oh, thinking of? Well, that's the second one. Uh, Dark the... of the Moon is the third one. Yeah. Look at that. We got games. Yeah, so, there's Dark of the Moon. The the Cybertron ones were amazing, though. They they are, and there's there's a lot of... While this uses, like, movie Transformers and whatnot, yeah. there's a lot of those games in here. Mm-hmm. So, like... You're you're transforming very quickly. There are dedicated driving sections. You're you're using different. Uh, you're going between Decepticons and Autobots based on the the mission you're doing. So like, if you have not played this yet, you could probably pick it up for like dollars. Um, <laughs> it was like it was six hours. I played through it, um, and it, it's it's weirdly a prequel to the same the movie of the same name. Yeah. 
So this is this is the one where they like destroy Chicago, um, and uh, right. Okay, so that was yeah. I'm looking. Ultra it, the, the movie, the third movie, is called Dark of the Moon. Yeah, third okay. movie is Dark of the Moon. That's why I was like, uh, I'm confused. But anyway, go ahead. But it, I because it's is it Ultra Magnus that Spock that Leonard Nimoy voiced? N no, that was Robert no. Stack. Leonard Nimoy was uh, Galvatron in the '86 movie. Right, but in the in the in Fall of the Dark of the Moon, he is an Autobot that betrays them. Is it? Oh, really? I don't know. Those movies it, are it, terrible. Anyway, it, Have you guys so, seen the old Transformers movies? Oh yeah. Oh, Mike is a huge Transformers fan. What, how but only you, the old stuff. <laughs> how do you feel about Hot Rod? I feel he's like fine. I'm the only person who doesn't like Hot Rod. <laughs> nah, he's fine. I mean, it was, it, you know, if you're talking about like the 86 movie, it's just, he was oh, the, fine. I mean, it's it's hard to really make a good argument that he had nothing to do with Prime's death, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's fine. It was like, look, that you just at some point just have to admit this was all just to sell new toys. Yeah. The new toys were garbage. And, uh, you know, I, but I've really, I really liked what they did, like post movie, as far as the general themes. Yeah, a lot of the episodes are actually really bad, but like this general concept of, you know, things things can be like a total <laughs> mess, and we're still, you know, like dealing with ghosts of Transformers yeah. and stuff. Is like, man, this is this is like like you know fourth dimensional here. Listen, I got a I got a good uh, trivia question for you, random. Vehicle voice trivia. Do you okay. know who played, who did the voice for Knight Rider, the vehicle? It's Mr. Feeney. It uh, is yeah. Mr. Feeney. I don't know the actor's name. But... It's yeah, Mr. Feeney. From, I don't think uh, anybody knows him as anything other, anything than, Mr. other than Mr. Feeney. That's right. Was he in the Girl Meets World show? I don't know if he was in the Girl, um, but he was in the Boy Meets World for sure. I think he made an appearance in Girl Meets World. Okay. I know. But I don't think it was for more than an episode. Boy Meets World like reunion, and they oh, were supposed yeah. to do it physically, but obviously that's not happening this year. So they did it as like a, a online thing. So, but uh, I mean, so part of the reason that I went back to Transformers is because I keep watching this YouTube series, The Basics, where this guy like does like a ten or twenty minute video on like, hey, here's everything to know about, uh, let's say Rod, uh, Hot Rod, Rodimus Prime, uh from all the different generations of Transformers and whatnot. And, like, I'll just put that, much like Angel's, like, I watch bad Netflix, I'll have this on in the background just to have, like, voices talking in the background. Right. And I'll pick up, like, I'm sorry, they did what now? Like, they, he, he released one today about RC. And oh, yeah. Like, RC has the weirdest backstory. It really Because, does. like, people, at one point, some of the, the Transformers people writing it were like, there's no female Transformers. So then... I, it was yeah problem yeah i i don't i don't know the the origin of that but like she was not the first female transformer in the series yeah well so she was developed so according to this she was developed first but they, oh yeah because the movie took a while to come out right and so but because they developed so the, one of the writers for the movie said, hey, we need to make one because my daughter likes Transformers, but she sure. doesn't see any female Transformers. But while the movie was in production, they introduced female Transformers into the cartoon sure. because of RC. But then in the Marvel comic in the US, they said, oh, actually, Transformers have no gender. Yeah. Um, 
but then the UK said, no, you're dumb. That's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> uh, and like, it, it goes, it like, it, it goes places. Uh, so like, if, if you check it, if you type in the basics, uh, the basics transformers on YouTube, you'll, you'll see it. Uh, and this guy's been doing this for years now. Um, and it's just, it's like, it's in-depth research. He's pulling out like, oh, hey, they had an RC toy made for the, tra- for the movie. But Hasbro's like, oh, it won't sell enough. So she is the only new Transformer from that movie that didn't get a toy. Right. Um, and Not like, at the time, She no. wouldn't get a toy until, like, 2010. Right. Um, right. And the first toy she got, was she was a spider because it was just a recolor of a rack. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, Tiny, this this is the thing that threw me off because when you, when you said, not, not just because it was the name of the, the movie, but the, the crazy thing is, so High Moon Studios made War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. Yeah. But then they got shifted over and basically, I assume, were told, hey, you're making the movie game this time, Dark of the Moon. But the third game in that actual series is is uh, made by Edge of Reality called Rise of the Dark Spark. That's the one on this generation. Cause... It is. It so, Mike, is... I'll, I'll blow your mind here. It's on both. Oh, is it on last gen? Yeah, it says Windows, 3DS, PS3, 4, 360, 1, and Wii U. So, okay. So, just to... Just to, to I, I watched a quick look at that recently. Anyway. Uh, it's actually... So, it's War for Cybertron, then they made this game, then they made Fall for Cybertron, or Fall of Cybertron. So, this game actually came out in the, the middle of the, the Cybertron series. Fall of Cybertron right. had such good online... Like, yes. I was a ton of fun. It was so good. So I can't, I just can't figure out. I own War for Cybertron on PS3, but then I bought Fall of Cybertron on Xbox. I I don't know what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so yeah, so I I played through that. Like I said, it was about six hours. Uh, it's it's all movie characters. So if you don't like the movie designs, like it's probably not for you. But it is a prequel to the movie. So like. It is not dealing with any of the dumb stuff that's in there. It's more like, hey, we have to protect the humans, and by the end, Shockwave shows up. Jeez, according to uh, according to Wikipedia, the Dark of the Moon game came out before the fall of Cybertron. Right, but yeah, after war for Cybertron. It's after the, war, it, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I thought you said it's after middle. fall, but okay, anyway, go so, ahead. Yes, meaning what I said was incorrect in in the order of events. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so so that one, uh, like I said, six hours, give it a shot. Like I mean, I, I enjoyed it, um, and I don't know, I, I don't really want to go watch the movies, but I have been trying to figure out where you could watch them. Um, Just watch uh, Bumblebee; it's the only one worth watching. Bumblebee was fun. Like Bumblebee I was great movie. Um. I've I didn't seen care for it. all of them in theaters other than Bumblebee. If I'm... And someone clapped at the end of the last one, and they said it's because it was done. Like, the movie had finished, so they right. were just clapping because they were free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean... <laughs> they were like, that's, foul, that's, okay. Yeah, like, it's it's a... Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it so says, I, now I'm looking at High Moon Studios. It says they worked on this version of Modern Warfare. They did, yeah, yeah. They've they've become a support studio inside. Yeah, which again, when everyone gives EA stuff about like how many studios they've closed down, 
but then no one talks about what Activision has done with like just ripping studios apart so they become Tony Hawk and Guitar Hero and Call of Duty studios. We miss I, Pandemic. It's it's such a weird like double standard. Uh, so anyway, uh, the other stuff I've been playing, I started Alpha Protocol, which is, uh, oh my god, I, I glad I have the box next to me. Obsidian, that's it. Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, it's an RPG. It's a spy RPG. So, like, you have to customize your character on, like, approach styles like stealth or suave or, or like, just guns blaze. Um, there's an awful lot of jank to it. Like, this game probably came out six months too early. Uh, <laughs> but it's still a lot of fun. It's just, it's kind of the same disconnect that Mass Effect 1 had. And I, I was listening to a podcast last week, and someone made the reference that, like, it's essentially a Mass Effect 1 clone, but as a spy game. <laughs> Because, like, when you shoot, you feel you're targeting the person, but there's a dice roll in the background that determines if you hit or not. So it's it's a disconnect between what you're doing versus what's actually happening. That's weird. Um, which is a lot like Mass Effect 1. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's... it's, it's which I liked. It's, That's what I liked about Mass Effect 1. You didn't even need to aim. You just, like, once you, your skill level was high enough, it's just like, I'm getting headshots with the sniper, and it's not, like... It's still on my back, right? But during those early hours, you're like, "Oh man, I." Oh yeah, the the first time I had to shoot at somebody with a sniper, and like the only chance that I had was I hid behind a box and found a seam in between polygons, and I was able to aim through that, and I just kept shooting until I finally hit him. That was Uh, it. uh... (laughs) But so yeah, so I mean, I started it. Uh, I'm about probably halfway through if, if the percent, like the save percentage is anything to go by. Um, it's still a fun game, like, and you can get it on Steam for cheap. And there, there are patches to help with some of the jank. Um, but like, I, I was listening to uh, US Gamer, and they put this on their like top 100 games to play, and I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything right now. Let's, uh, this will be my next game to play. Um, and then I. Did anyone remember they made a Choplifter HD? What for? I think for I remember PS4 seeing that it was PS3 a thing. and Xbox 360. I think I remember like seeing it, the name. So Choplifter like is a classic game. I had it on the Apple II back in the day. Like it's a great like. Essentially, you're just in the old game. You are a helicopter made of like I don't know nine pixels, um, and you're literally flying over to save POWs. You land and try to avoid crushing them. Uh, and you're getting shot at and everything is like the background's one color uh, and then there's little like POW houses and then there's tanks and like that's it like and it, granted I was six when I was playing this game great game ever. Uh, this new one has like things in the foreground background and, and by new I mean probably ten years old now uh, things in the foreground background the guy's being snarky I'm like why am I playing this i played it for like five hours just to like keep getting new helicopters it, um it does look very busy it's it's so it's just so weird it's it came out at the same time as like the much better pac-man uh like turn dx and all that stuff um it was the hey let's upgrade classic games and uh for arcade uh for like xbox live arcade and then see it 
I would not suggest it. Google says choplifterhd.com is still a website. If you click on it, though, it says, warning, potential security risk ahead. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It's, yeah, it's, it's Fair enough. Scripting. So uh, the last thing I've been playing, and it kind of comes with that Nintendo and I mentioned earlier, uh, I started Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door again, uh, which is the second Paper Mario RPG. Uh, this one's on GameCube. That game's awesome. Like, And it still looks magnificent. Like, I'm playing it on a Wii with component cables on one of my, like, PlayStation monitors. The, yeah. Yeah, the, the TVs uh, that they came out with and then swiftly stopped making. Um, and, like, it's just, it's a great game. Like, the GameCube controller feels great with it. Um, you're going through and you're saving the princess from not Bowser, like, something called the X-Squad or whatever. Uh, and you have to, you'll have different party members join you. Um, you're learning different abilities. You can turn into a paper airplane and fly around. Um, it's just a fun little RPG in the Mario universe. So, like, toads and everything are all there. Yeah. So, um, and I figured, hey, I'll give it a shot before the new Paper Mario comes out next month. Next month? Or is it July? I think it's July. Uh, origami. The the origami trailer was like actually really menacing, like yes. with just like Peach standing there is like wrong or right answer. <laughs> Doesn't uh, I, matter. I, I, and that's the thing. Like, I liked the other Paper Mario, and then I've also liked the Mario and Luigi games on like Game Boy Advance and then DS and 3DS. Um, so like, I just I never played this game, and I had friends back in again. This came out when I was in college. I had friends that like raved about this game but back then i was just i was not there for it so um i'm hoping to finish it we'll see but uh yeah i mean that's that's really like those that i I have access to all of this new gaming tech and whatnot and i have apparently been playing 360 and gamecube games so uh that's david listen david we have literally access to almost anything and everything and David's over there playing the original Doom. He's playing the original, the original Doom. Doom. That the... game's great. That's he my, was playing Crazy Taxi. Yeah, he's he's the last two games I seen him play was the original Doom and Crazy Taxi. Uh, yeah. that's classic. Do we have time for a short tangent? Go for it. I mean, this whole podcast is tangents. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, so I think one of the things that um really keeps um thousand year door and doom um so like keeps them looking so good no matter how long it's been since you last played it is um the stylization i think what a lot of like good games like fail to do is create a like just a style that they can go by i think that's one of the best things that borderlands has done because you can go back to the original Borderlands and it, it still looks good. It still looks like Borderlands. But that's because they did it in such a way that, like, it's very cartoony and it's not, like, trying to be super, like, hyper-realistic. The problem with going hyper-realistic in a day and age where graphics are changing not just, like, every ten years, but every year, it's... You're, you're gonna get stuck behind. So games like Borderlands, Thousand Year Door, they they hold up better because of stylization. Definitely. No, I, you're 100%. I mean, 
you're right. Like, if you go for realistic in five years, what was realistic, like, let's, let's say the Metal Gear Solid of, of oh, this time. Yeah. Oh, my. Now, now you're like, man, it'd be nice if they had faces. <laughs> um, <laughs> the original Snake, he just... He just has a little, like, pattern where it's a little darker just so you can see he right. has a beard. It's like <laughs> His whole talking is just a Muppet. Like, he just moves his head. Um, he doesn't even have eyes. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, you're 100% right. Like, it's, it, it, that is the nice thing about, like, going back to these games and, like, like I love Mario 64. But, yeah. Like, there's a tough way to say that Mario 64 is a good-looking game. It is. Like, it's a fun game. I enjoy the heck out of it. But, yo, uh, and I love N64, but I and, and pay, uh, like less PS1, but like going back to th- early Polygon games is like... Mm. Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> so, but, but, yeah. All right, um, so okay. I have to ask a question, though. Go for it. So for those of you listening, there, there, believe it or not, there's an outline. Um, and I, (laughs) and I just saw something on the outline and all it says is Janet Jackson. Oh, do you haven't clicked on the link? No. I I just saw it said Janet Jackson. That's all I know. So, okay. I'm going to go on the link and we'll talk about this and we'll we'll make sure that the links in the, what is Janet Jackson playing Fortnite in the outline? No. (laughs) So, uh, you know who plays a lot of Fortnite? Brendan Urie, the the singer for Panic at the Disco. I was gonna ask who Brandon Urie was. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's the he's the frontman for Panic at the Disco, mm-hmm. and he's always on Twitch streaming Fortnite these days. Gotcha. So Aaron added this, and, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna steal some of his thunder. Um, this tweet is about uh, doesn't really matter, which was a Janet Jackson song from God, like two thousand two. Oh yeah. Roughly. Okay. So if you if you click on the tweet, we'll have it. We'll have the link in the in the it. description. There are Dreamcast games in the background. I don't know if Sega like co-marketed this video. You know, wait a minute. Wait, wait. You know what that looks like? Okay. It it probably isn't, but you know what it reminds me of in the background? Up down, up down, choo choo choo. It was well, Space Channel Five. It looks like there is a silhouette of um uh, Ulala. Yeah, Ula, from Space so, Channel 5. So there's definitely Jet Set Radio, Shenmue, yeah. and Samadei Amigo in there. But yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, I thought that That's was her. Ula. That is yeah, definitely after, a silhouette. After, after Samba, they, they show a silhouette of Ulala. From uh, Space Channel That's Cha- really uh, weird. Space Channel 5. I remember that game. Up, down, uh, up, which, down. Which choo, also has choo, a weird choo. Jackson family connection for the second one. Well, anyway, because uh, Michael Jackson's in that game. Um, is he really? I didn't realize uh, that. He's in the second one. I think he might have been like a model that was not credited in the first one for some reason. Huh. I, I know he's in the second one. Um, so, That's but yeah, funny. so yeah, Aaron had added that to the list. Um, I mean, there was some other news we were going to talk about, but we already kind of brought it up. Like Evo is going online, and they've announced Halo Two is now available on PC. Let's yeah, go. Halo Two, yeah. The, that's, I downloaded that. I'm excited about that. We're going to run some Halo 2 tournament yeah. now that it's on PC for sure. I wonder how much the competitive scene for Halo 2 is actually, excuse me, actually going to be revived. You so. think? I mean, because... Listen, when we run Tampa Bay Comic Con, Atlanta Comic Con, it's funny because we could bring in 
all these new modern things, we bring in four 360s. With Halo 2. System link those bad boys with Halo 2. And they're like People love it. the hottest what? item. Great. Halo like, 2 Halo system link 360s. Great. Still to this day is one of our biggest items that people love to play. Yeah, I, I was crazy. working at GameStop when Halo 2 came out. Uh, and we did the launch and whatnot. I remember doing that. But also World of Warcraft was launching around that same time too. Well, um, that's... You know, I mean, I got a soft heart for Halo because that's where I got my gamer tag and that's how I started on online and everything. So, gotcha. so otherwise... Yeah, that that was. I mean, long story short, my I was teaching Spanish, and my high school students, instead of like getting me a mug and you know chocolates like they always do, the entire high school got together and actually pitched in like five bucks, ten bucks each, and they got me the original Xbox brick with Halo, with a live membership. Um, so that I would, so that I would play with them online. Oh, that's very. Cool. Yeah, and I was like, they're like, well, what's going to be your gamer tag? And man, I took a stab at it. It was a step of faith here. I was like, well, you guys paid for it, so you guys get to pick my gamer tag. Oh. Well, they already called me Profe, short for Professor. Um, and then they were like, you're crazy, man. So Profe Loco became my gamer tag, and it's been my gamer tag ever since. Yeah. Never changed it. I'm glad they picked something good. So, so, so Halo is. It's always been my... I, I bought every single Halo game, even the bad ones, uh, just because it's, it's just one of those things that takes me back to, okay, this is this is where my online adventure really started. You know, so... You know, that makes me question. Is there a story behind the 415? I mean, it's my birthday. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Succinct. Because <laughs> I, I very... Sometimes I've gotten in early enough to get, like, Tiny as a name, but generally not. Uh, and weirdly enough, so again, back back in my day, uh, <laughs> when my when I got my first email address, you didn't want to, like, you didn't want to have, like, your, your first or last name or any of that in there. So um, I have gone by Tiny at least high school onwards. So I was like, okay, let's go with uh, I used to go find Drew Hill, but that was because I, I was a big fan of that that, that group. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I was like, oh, we'll go with this for college and whatnot. So, but uh, what was it? One year, this was this was early ELU. Someone's like, anyone that has more than two letters or two numbers in their name just isn't trying. And I'm like, I think I just yelled in the background, "F you." Uh, <laughs> very surprised i get invited back to those every once in a while uh anyway uh okay so yeah let's uh let's wrap this up uh javier uh angel shout outs plugs i know you've already been talking about hey you're doing tournaments for Call yeah of that's gonna be fun uh that's gonna be so we got two major things coming up the 31st is gonna be the call of duty tournament uh 2v2 uh, gunfight is going to be a whole lot of fun. Like I said, uh, four pulls of four teams each, so you'll get plenty of games. We, you know, we I just hate it when people, you know, especially now, you're stuck at home, you you go zero and two, and you're done with a bracket. So at least with a four and four round robin, 
um, you know, you'll, you'll get plenty of games. And then the top eight will move into top eight uh, double elimination. So that'll be fun. We'll have some prizes given away by Microsoft. We got a Rivals tournament. When is, is it? Rivals of Aether? Rivals of Aether. It is going to be in June. Five. It, it is a fundraiser. So you, you got to bear with us. It's, it's one of those weird things. So you you can't you can't really charge money for online tournaments although but but you can have a subscriber only tournament yeah uh. so what we're going to be doing is in June 13th we're having a sub only tournament for Rivals of Aether so you have to subscribe to our channel uh which again you know is as a charity, we'll we'll get the the two fifty uh, from the subscription, um, and but we're having a five hundred dollar pot for for Rivals of Aether top eight, and because I like to do things where people still feel like they have a chance even if they suck, like me, um, we're still going to give away fifty dollars to anybody who register who's not in the top four. Uh, okay. The only reason the not the top four is because top four are already going to get fifty dollars or more. So anybody who's not in the top four is going to be eligible to just a random $50 giveaway. Um, so all you got to do is register. That's going to be, again, um, June 13th. You can find all the info on the Gamers on the Edge Twitter, which is just that, Gamers on the Edge. Um, I mean, shameless plugs would be our Twitch is GOTE.TV. Yeah. Um, if you go to, you know, it's it's twitch.tv slash gamers on the edge. But if you just go gote.tv on your browser, it'll take you there. Um, can't think of anything else. Um, we started a podcast, so let's, yeah. I, I like to, to, to cross promote those. I want everybody to know, uh, our listeners to know where they can listen to the rest of your stuff. Uh, um, so our stuff is going to be on Gamers Viewpoint. On pretty much anything, yep. <laughs> we just got approved pretty much for everything. So any place so we you do can have find a podcast, podcast, we'll try to be for <laughs> gamers viewpoint, and uh, it's two word gamers and then viewpoint, and it's just our our weird viewpoint on on life yeah. in general. It is kind of random, a lot like today, and uh, we've done, you know, top ten animes for for newbies. Uh, we've done top ten animated movies. And uh, we just done some random stuff. It's been it's been it's been a whole lot of fun. We just got started. We're like on episode four, not episode four eleven. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah. So you want to hear the other three? You can go to Gamers Viewpoint <laughs> and listen to those. 